the Georgia Bulldogs defeat the Arkansas Razorbacks to go 1-0 and on the season. Uh, this is Cheeto Chibuye with me, as always, Keegan Chanel, and this is Dogs Off the League. Not the prettiest game I've ever seen before, Keegan, but Dogs come out on top. 37 to 10 on what really started out as a, a frustrating, frustrating game. Uh, How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good about it, man. I feel like we we talked about if the beginning of the season was going to be sloppy due to like lack of play. We've had the quarterback concerns. I thought the defense, you know, really took care of business after a while. And although it was messy, although – the offense definitely has some work. I feel, I feel, uh, I feel, I feel as good as I feel like I could could feel about it. I don't. I definitely don't feel bad about it. <laughs> How do you feel about it? So, going back and looking at the the tape, when we started watching the game, I was kind of watching Dewan Mathis. It's it, it's clear to me that he's got talent and he's got potential, but it didn't look like he was ready for the moment for the actual in-game play. This is the SEC, so when you when you get on the field, you've got to you've got to. It takes people don't give enough credit to people. Experience experience matters. When you've been there, when you've done that, and you can feel the game. He he just didn't feel the game, and the offense was just dead. And I had some Georgia yeah. Tech fans and some LSU fans that I was watching the game with as we were getting ready as a wedding party start chirping in my ear. Oh, what's Georgia ranked and oh, LSU, we've been disrespected. We're ranked at number six, and yada, 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 as if the game is the first half of the first quarter. But what I thought right. from the offense, with the right quarterback, this team and this system can be explosive. Yeah. They found a lot of playmakers and a lot of space, especially in the second half. You go back and you look at the stat sheet and tell me who on offense didn't touch the ball. I think everybody, all the running backs and all the wide receivers got at least one reception or at least a target or two. And essentially, we scored 30 points in in the second half with a walk-on quarterback. Now, Stetson Bennett is um, – he's been around for a while. He's a good hes a good quality back, but that's not what's going to take to get it done. But ended up 37-10. to 10. Uh, So, again, t- uh, four touchdowns in the second half. There's a lot of potential in this offense if we can find the right quarterback – to get the job done. So some definite cons as far as game one, but a lot of potential there at the same time. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Dwan Mathis, this is really his first go at actual collegiate competition. You know, outside of the practices he's been in, he really hasn't been able to see the field. And there's a big transition from high school to college, especially, I mean, I, I don't know how much, of his actual individual recovery process is playing into like where he's at and his ability to step on and take plays on. I mean, you know, like when you start messing with your brain, it really does like affect everything, including like play recognition and all kinds of different like elements of just the mental side of the game that we might not even be considering. So like, hopefully he's, at least, like, recovered and ready to go. But, yeah, I think it's just, you know, freshman jitters. And not to mention, you know, we had, I think, 98 uh, yards and penalties in the first half. So, even when he 
uh, missed the snap and threw the interception. And he definitely made some pretty bad mistakes. With that in mind, we were moving the ball, but our offense wasn't really doing him any favors by getting some of these penalties. So I think that, you know, if we can continue to develop Dwan Mathis and kind of keep him uh, growing, you know, he's got like huge athletic upside and, you know, he made a couple of good passes and we've seen some highlights from practice. And I know the coaches uh, feel like him as a, you know, they like what they have in Dwan Mathis. So I think the ability for Stetson Bennett to come in there and just kind of be a game manager. I don't think it's necessarily going to take us to the championship level, but I think even with some, I think our defense is so elite and dominant and we saw that, I mean, they scored eight points, Arkansas scored 10. So if you look at it, I feel like our defense is so dominant and elite that I think that we could, I think it's still even at worst case scenario, JT Daniels doesn't come in, Juan Mathis doesn't develop. Worst case scenario, we got, we can keep the same kind of production we had with Stetson Bennett more as a game manager role. I mean, we've seen it before with, uh, you know, the 2009 Alabama Crimson Tide that had a, you know, that it seems like they always have a really elite running back that have a game managing quarterback and elite defense. And I think we have that recipe this year. So I think we can get in playoff contention with what we got, and what we saw on Saturday, if there's improvement, but it, uh, I think that's like kind of worst case scenario, and hopefully like JT Daniels or Dwan Mathis or Carson Beck or I don't know Kirby might get out there and throw the ball around. Someone's got to step up and get us to that championship level. But I feel, considering it was a first sloppy game, Dwan Mathis uh, was throwing, showing his freshman jitters. I overall feel pretty good about what I was able to see after the fact, since we were in that wedding and we were kind of here checking scores in pockets when it was not disrespectful to the to the moment so uh anyway what what did, so what did you think about the defense overall i know we we've kind of decided dog nation to kind of split up how we uh do our analysis although we'll both keep our eyes open when uh defense and offense are on the field i think me and cheeto are going to kind of do some specializing and uh, i'm going to talk more so about the offense a lot of times and cheeto will kind of talk more so about the defense since that was kind of our specialty when we played so what what did you really think about the defense and their and where they're at and where we're looking as far as uh being one of these elite teams on the in the defensive lens? How do you feel about that? Yeah, all honesty, uh the defense hasn't changed very much and that is uh, a beautiful a beautiful thing to see. Defense is still elite and it might even be faster and deeper than it was last year. And that is yeah. gonna be a, a huge problem for the SEC. We started the game off slow offensively, like we talked about. Uh, defense keeping us in it with a, a safety that could have been a touchdown, uh, and then holding, holding uh, the Arkansas offense to seven points, I believe, on that first touchdown, which looked like they they just looked like it was man coverage, and Richard LeCount just got blown by on an up and out route to score that first touchdown, and that's when Doc fans started to get a little got a little woozy. But um, going back and looking at the tape. All of the tackles were at or behind the line of scrimmage so often. It was a highlight in itself. It was beautiful to watch. Tackles weren't being missed. So much speed in between the tackles, outside the tackles. You're, you're not going to run on this defense, and they're only going to get better. The defense held Arkansas to under 300 total yards, 77 of that being rushing, which is 
the hallmark of this defense, and then three turnovers. Obviously, we're familiar with Felipe Franks. I think that helped a little bit. He was uh, 19 of 36 with one touchdown and two two interceptions. Uh, if you remember, there was also this play when Arkansas started getting desperate. They tried this wide receiver. They had a wide receiver lined up at the running back position beside Felipe, and he you never throw the ball in that situation, but he went ahead and did it, and Richard LeCount comes away with a one-handed interception, which was beautiful. N'Kobe Dean, uh, sophomore, guy that we, we said look out for the next Roquan, uh, led the team with seven tackles and a half sack. Nolan Smith killed it as well. Both of these guys are sophomores, six tackles, a tackle for loss, one and a half sacks. I already mentioned Richard LeCount's one-handed interception. He had another pick, and then Eric Stokes came away with a huge, huge pick six uh, that really started to put the game away if it wasn't already gone. And so defense did what they were supposed to, to, supposed to do, and even more. Now, special teams was something that I also thought was really good. Scott Cochran has already brought energy to this unit as far as punt block and kickoff return. They put uh, McIntosh, uh, our third or fourth string running back, uh, whatever had you, have you, at kick return, and he had 90 yards on returns, uh, averaging 45.5 on his two returns against Arkansas. Explosive, flipping the field, giving the offense good field position. Uh, and then um, Stevenson, yes. our DB, our number seven on the defense, he's super elusive for a DB and explosive, and he was returning punts and did a really good job at that as well. And then we actually also had a tipped punt, a.k.a. a block punt, by Zamir White. So what he's doing is he's taking his athletes, putting them on special teams, and they're making differences. Now, it's not hard to be a special teams coach, but um, you can be bad very easily if you don't if you don't take it serious. And Scott Cochran is already doing a good job of showing people he, like, he, he deserves to have a coaching position, and I feel like he's done a great job so far. And I look to, I look to see more of that, especially in important games when the special teams are the difference between a win and a loss. Uh, as we said before the game, yeah. our depth and our talent was going to be enough to beat Arkansas, and, and sure enough it was, even with two quarterbacks that we're not even sure might be the guys got it done. Defense is not going to fall off, fall off one step. Um, as far as far as your observation of the defense, was there anything that stuck out to you in particular that you wanted to mention? I mean, just the fact that we scored eight points as a defense. You know, we got a safety, we got the pick six, as you mentioned, with Eric Stokes. And I feel like anytime you can just get close to scoring as many points as your opponent does on offense on the defensive side of the football, that's a good sign. Granted, like, Arkansas hasn't won an SEC competition in, like, quite a while. I think it's been, like, at least, like, a year. That said, it's still it's still impressive, and I feel like it just sets the precedent, and it kind of picks up right where we left off. And I feel like the defensive side of the ball is going to be the difference maker this year for us because we saw a historically dominant defense last year. Like I said, I feel like it exceeded what I would have hoped Kirby would have brought when we heard he was coming to Georgia. And to think that there might be a slight chance for improvement this year or even any kind of any kind of major improvement, good Lord, like we're going to be dangerous. So I felt pretty good about it. Um, I, I had a conversation earlier with one of my friends who's like a huge Bama fan, and he was saying that we just hired Scott Cochran as a uh, special teams coach just to give him a pay raise and to get him on Georgia staff. And, I, you know, if that were true, 
I don't have a problem with it because obviously he's been a difference maker inside Alabama's locker room. But to see an actual impact immediately on special teams, uh, it is it is a good feeling because that's an area where we have been pretty strong, and to think that we might make some improvement there, you know, we'll, it's a full team game, and overall, even if the offense can just get a couple of steps uh, going, which I'll get into, uh, you know, to be able to have the to have improvement on two sides of the ball where we were pretty solid last year and we were, you know, in the conversation for being in the playoff. And I feel like, you know, as a fan, you got to feel good about that. Moving into like uh, the punting game, I think Jake Kamara did an amazing job. He had one punt kick uh, called back on a penalty and we were kind of sloppy in the first half there. It landed on the five, next punt, put it on the six and a half. You know, you can't, he was averaging about like 50 yards a punt. Um <laughs> He had more – I think he had more yards punting than they did on offense total, which maybe is like a typical stat line. But anyway, uh, it ended up being a totals knee. Um, they ended up coming in. I'm, I'm not butchering that. He was 2-2 two of two on the day, uh, nine points total with extra points. He came in solid. So, hopefully we can kind of keep that going. And as far as the offense, you know, Dwan Mathis came in. He was sloppy. Um and they had some problems. He, when he finally came back in the game, he did look a little bit better. So that was kind of reassuring that, you know, we have someone that we can develop and he's not just a complete uh, turd on the field. No offense for the language. But I'm just saying, I think, you know, we have somebody we can definitely develop. And uh, when he came back on, he did look a little bit better. And as as far as when Stetson Bennett finally, when Kirby made the switch to Stetson Bennett, they were still a little bit sluggish. Uh, they were able to get downfield and kick a field goal before halftime, which was kind of, I feel like, just huge for our morale. And when Stetson Bennett was able to get out of the pocket, he made a few plays with his legs, including a touchdown run, which was nice. And even though he only had 20 yards on the day, it's good that we we're – even with Stetson Bennett, you know, he's making plays with his legs. He had uh, right at – he was hovering right at 70% passing completion uh, percentage, you know, and, and that's really – that's really what got us last year. You know, as, as great as Jake Fromm is and was, uh, he didn't really have a great showing his junior season, and you could attribute it to the wide receivers or maybe maybe something going on with Jake. I, you know, either way, the cookie crumbles. Uh, you know, the, the passing percentage and his QBR just wasn't there. So that's why I feel good about Stetson Bennett and what he was able to do. You know, granted, he's not the sexiest option on paper, you know, I, I feel like if he could improve and we could kind of know what we're working with in Stetson, I, I was uh, majorly impressed. Storyline going in to this game was looking at what Todd Munkin was going to do in this new Georgia offense. I was very impressed. I know you mentioned how the ball was spread around so well. I feel like pretty much every receiver, uh, Curious Jackson, this is a stat line we might not have been expecting, led in uh, six receptions, 62 yards. Uh that's that's great because we know that George Pickens, Demetrius Robertson, those are kind of like the go-to targets right now to think that we can have a guy like Curious Jackson step up and be the leading receiver. That's amazing because we already know a lot of defenses are going to be queued in on Pickens and Robertson. So to have that, to have Matt Landers come in and get a couple of big plays, Darnell Washington showed some flashes, John Fitzpatrick scored his first collegiate touchdown, uh, Jermaine Burton got a, uh, got a touch on the ball. Rosemary got a couple of touches. Uh, and then five total uh, receptions from running backs. You know, the ball was spread around between the tight ends, the wide receivers. 
the running backs. Everyone was really getting a look, which is great. And that was with that was with Stetson Bennett, y'all. So to think that we can spread the ball around like that with a guy like Stetson Bennett who can come out and really, you know, have a pretty good day on the on the field passing. Um, you know, I, I really am hoping that we go with JT Daniels going in next week, and we'll kind of get into that. But uh, you know, overall, I, I, with the asterisk of what happened with Juan Mathis and having Stetson Bennett, we got to feel good about it as a fan base uh, that we can at least have a, a solid backup if JT Daniels does what we think, and you know, we have someone like Stetson Bennett who, if the defense does what they did. This last game, Stetson Bennett, you know, might be all that we need. I mean, I, I know that's not – I don't know how much confidence that will instill into the fan base, but that's really what I believe. I think he's good enough, and I think if we can get another – anytime you can get a quarterback that, you know, is in the set, around 70% passing, you know, that's pretty good. And, like, if we have the defense and the special teams we had in this last game, we should feel good about a lot of these competitions. Granted, you know, it would be nice if we had one of these guys, like, J.T. Daniels or Juan Mathis, who seem to have a little bit more upside on paper, pan out. So I felt pretty good about the offense. I was impressed at uh, how we were able to move the ball around in this new Todd Munkin uh, system. And, you know, a couple of guys like Zamir White and Darnell Washington made some impacts in the game, and those are guys that I've been high on since uh, we've been following them on the recruiting trail. So overall, I felt pretty good about the offense, and I feel like if we can sustain that level of consistency and production that what we you know created in the second half, even though it's not necessarily the sexiest of options, and I'm hoping we can get JT Daniels in there and pop it off with him, I feel pretty good. Like I feel like I feel like we have a championship. Like last year, I think we had an elite defense and a pretty good special teams. I feel like we have a pretty good special teams and a championship caliber defense this year. So with that in mind, if we can just kind of rely on that and just show up on offense and move the ball like we were talking about before the game. Um, you know, Stetson Bennett, I think, is enough to get us in that position that we want to be in, even though I'm hoping for JT Daniels this coming week. So what did you think about the offense? I know I kind of went on for a second. What do you think? How are you feeling about it? Offense was good, but going forward, moving on to uh, – the Deep South's oldest rivalry, we are going to need to see some more of that. Defense is on par. Special teams has done a good job. Now, to this point, JT Daniels has been cleared. So, Kirby won't announce it, but I would assume JT will get the start, knowing that you have Stetson Bennett to come in if you have any problems. He is a glue guy. He knows how to run this system, and I was, I was happy to see that. But we're going to need more going into Auburn. Auburn is not going to be a joke. These next stretch of two or three games is really going to be the difference in our season, especially since it's up front. You don't want to drop any of these games that you don't have to. Uh, so, Dog Nation, a lot to be encouraged by, but a lot to work on going in. Uh, so we will have a preview of Auburn coming up for you guys shortly. Um, and, again, hope you, got in, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Enjoy this win, and let's get ready to move on. Beat Auburn's ass and go 2-0. and Hey, go dogs. Love it. You know what it is. I'll drop the leash. I'll do it for the dogs.